let's deep dive into the five reasons you lose motivation. The truth is at some stage along your journey to creating your dream or your goal in any area of your life, whether it's your business or career or health finances, in your family life or learning, you're going to lose motivation. So today I want to share with you how I explain this to my clients so they really get it and so they don't feel shame and continue to beat themselves up about it. So let's do it. I'm Larissa Halls, the founder of Everyday Inspiration Mind Body Wellness. I help busy women get out of autopilot and balance stress for a healthy mind and body, get to the root cause of what's been holding them back and create a meaningful, purposeful vision and step-by-step process so they can live the life they love. So today we are talking about five reasons. Now there's way more reasons than five, but I feel these reasons are super important to be conscious and aware of. So let's do it. First, I'm going to start with what I share with my life coaching clients when they come and they're at that point where they've actually hit a wall. They have previously seen me and we've been doing consults and we've got to the stage where first they come to me and they're unhappy about something in their life. They've discovered what it is they'd love to do or what their next step is. We've worked through all the fears and the doubts holding them back and they've got really excited and they've started along this journey of achieving their dream or creating their dream life. Now, at some stage, and I pre-warn them, at some stage, they get to a point where they hit a wall and they ring me up and they're like, Larissa, I need to come and see you straight away. And I'm like, no, you don't. Let's book you in. You'll be fine. Let's do it. Anyways. Okay. This is how I explain it to them. All right. Imagine this. You've trained for a marathon and the big day finally comes. You're super pumped and super excited. It's actually happening. The thing you've dreamt about doing for so long is here, the big event. (laughs) The crowd is cheering. You've got adrenaline pumping through your veins and you're like in your head, you're like, I'm going to nail this. Like I've been training for this. I've been preparing for this. I've been dreaming about this moment. Anyways, the hooter goes off, the bell, whatever, (laughs) and you're off to a good start. And you sprint out of the starting lines. And before you know it, you're just getting a little tired. And you're like, no, no, okay. The self-talk is like, stop sprinting, stop being so excited and just start to pace yourself. Now you're continuing along, you get to the 5k mark, you're doing pretty good, you know, like you're proud of yourself in your head, you get to the 10k mark and your legs kind of start hurting and your shoes start rubbing and that's okay. You kind of walk for a little while, just get your breath back, just get your energy back and you continue along and you're getting there, you're at like the 15k mark and you're starting to lose momentum, right? You're starting to doubt whether you can continue because your body hurts, it hurts to breathe, maybe you even have to go to the toilet, and it gets super challenging and super hard. The pain sets in, and you're like, no, this is... I." 
I've only got five, six Ks left. How the heck am I going to do this? And you want to give up so bad. But you hear people cheering from the sideline. Keep going. A few people pass you as well. And you're like, okay, you've had a moment. You've had a few moments. And you're like, nah, I've come this far. I want to get myself back in the game, so to speak. So you continue. You shuffle along for a while. Shuffling along, shuffling along. And then you've got 2Ks left. And you're like, that finish line is so close. And then suddenly you get this new inspired, invigorating feeling in your body and mind. And you're like, that is it. I'm going to nail this part. And you just go for it. And oh my God, you get to the 1K mark. You've got one kilometer left. And you're huffing and you're puffing in a super hard and you're slowing down again. You start shuffling, then you start walking and then the crowd is going wild and you sprint, you sprint to the finish line. Oh my gosh, you've finally done it. (laughs) You finally ran a marathon. Now, I say to my clients, this is what happens with our goals, sister. We get so excited and we sprint out of the starting box and we're like, yes, and we're cruising along and then things start to go a bit pear-shaped. You start to come up with challenges, life gets in the way. Okay, so I'm going to go through these reasons now, but can you see how that little metaphor of running a marathon actually applies to your goals it could apply to your life (laughs) because we ebb and flow when it comes to being inspired and motivated about certain things so let's go through the five reasons people lose motivation now you may or may not resonate with some you may resonate with all of them like I do but I'm going to combine the first two together because they actually have to do with the first couple of, oh, the last couple of podcast episodes that I've done. So episode 32 and episode 34. Some of the reasons why we lose motivation is that we're not connecting our goal to our purpose and we haven't established a a big enough why. I went through in episode 34, how the why is your foundation. Now, if you haven't spent time and energy establishing your why, of course, the foundation is going to start to crumble at some stage. So rather than bang on about that, just go back and listen to episode 32, the myth about finding your life purpose and episode 34, which is about finding your why, like why your why is so important. Now let's get into number two. I'm going to call it number two, even though it's kind of like the third reason, but I I just clumped those first two together. So this reason is, we've all done it before, we aim for perfection. Let's use this weight loss analogy again, okay? You have an eating plan and you go off the eating plan and you're like, oh, oh my gosh, say a birthday party happened, like, or something happened at work and you're like eating some cake and some ice cream and in your head, you're like, oh, well, I wasn't perfect. So then I'm a failure and then I go off it rather than 
have the mindset it all comes back to the mind remember have the mindset that it's like well I stuffed up I had this little I ebb and float you know I had this cake so what right it was a birthday I celebrated I enjoyed it so let's move on you might even if you're somebody who's done my mind body soul reset practice mindful eating and just fully enjoy this piece of cake and then just got on with it but instead we aim for perfection instead of progress so this reason needs to be changed in our minds about focusing on progress Nature ebbs and flows. We have the wind and the rain and we go through different cycles, okay? So it's the same thing. We're never perfect. Nobody's perfect. Maybe we're perfectly unperfect. So stop aiming for perfection and aim or focus, I should say, rather than aim on the progress that you're making and that you've already made. Let's look at eating that piece of cake. The progress that you could have had that day was that the fact that you ate the cake, you freaking enjoyed it, and you were just like, that was delicious, and then you got on with eating the rest of like what you had written down in your plan for that day. So you're celebrating progress, okay? Whereas in the past, maybe your thought pattern was, okay, now I've stuffed it. I haven't been perfect on my so-called eating plan And you just go off the rails and you ate three pieces of cake and had another bowl of ice cream. So really focus on progress, not perfection. Okay, the next part or the next reason could be your self-belief is lacking. Now, this happens in a marathon. You know, it was that whole part of like, oh, I can do this. Oh my gosh, it's hurting. I, why am I doing this? I can tell you when I was um, birthing my son, I was doing hypnobirthing and I my goal was not to have any um, medical pain relief intervention. And it was, I was cruising along, right? And then I got to the point where I don't think I can do this. It was a thought that popped into my head. Okay, self-belief is a huge factor when it comes to keeping ourselves motivated. Now, I see this as your internal thermostat, okay? It's like self-governance. It's like understanding your thoughts create feelings and your feelings create actions or inactions. So starting to doubt yourself, one, it's totally normal. So if you've been there or you're traveling along a journey of creating a goal of yours, then of course, you're going to get to a point where you're going to be like, can I really do this? Because you haven't perhaps achieved it in the past. So what I like to do is give myself a checkup from the neck up when this happens. So what I mean is I stop, (laughs) have a little breath, and then I check in with my self-talk. And what have I actually been saying to myself? And start to reframe some of the, the things, the words, and how I'm talking to myself. So rather than being like, oh my God, I can't do this. It's like, I haven't done this before. No, I haven't. But that doesn't mean I can't do it in the future. I know I can. I have it within me. You might even sit there 
and I do this with some of my clients and make a list of all the things that in the past you didn't think you could do, but you have achieved. (laughs) And when people sit down and actually make this list, it's incredible. They're like, I'm actually pretty good, aren't I? And I'm like, yep, you've done way more than you ever gave yourself credit for. And then you kind of get this sense like, oh, I didn't think I could do that, but I did. So, um, hmm. This could be the same thing. Now, I guarantee there's also a list of things you didn't think you couldn't do and you didn't do, but we're not focusing on those at this moment. We're focusing on the things you did do. So you're building yourself a case. Basically, you're proving to yourself there's plenty of things you didn't think you could do that you actually did. Now, I'm here to say you're always going to get to this point of self-doubt, okay, self-belief. It's like, oh my gosh, oh, I can't do this because you've never seen yourself do it before. That's okay. It's completely normal. Give yourself a checkup from the neck up. How's your thoughts? Empowering or disempowering? You might want to write down some reasons you know you can do it, okay? So that is the third one. So the self-belief, give yourself a checkup from the neck up. (laughs) Okay, we're going to the fourth one, which is a complete and utter normal part of any goal, challenges arrive. (laughs) Or you might like to call them speed humps along your journey. Now, there is a saying, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Now to reach some of our goals, we have to become a completely different person. So you actually have gotten over yourself basically, or you've gotten over your self-doubt and your fears to step forward and become more of who you know you can be. So challenges will arise when it comes to um, fulfilling your dreams, when it comes to achieving your goals. And when they do, sometimes we can lose motivation. Why? Heck, because it's hard, right? Super hard. Like when I was birthing my son and I didn't have any paid meds, I was like, okay, I know people say it. These are the things I'm saying to myself. I know people are saying it hurts, uh, but this has to be abnormal. Like this, it can't hurt this much, right? So I gave myself a checkup from the neck up and then I was cruising and I was okay then a challenge arrives you know they're like saying to me okay the baby's heart rate has dropped Uh, we may need to put a monitor into the top of his skull like why he's still inside me and I'm like what and anyway so then my mind goes a little bit crazy and I'm like this isn't how it's supposed to be and then I go back to the checkup from the neck up and just go this is just one of the challenges And one of the affirmations that I had practiced before going into the birth of my son, and I'm actually about to um, go into soon in the next couple of months, birth another baby. So I've been practicing these affirmations. And one of them is, I calmly meet any circumstance in my birthing journey. So it prepares you for challenges. Now, I had a lot of challenges come up with my first birth. He was a preemie baby, um, all these crazy things were happening, Um, but it's totally normal, okay? My goal was to birth without any pain meds, and I got through there, but not without me 
losing it in my mind for a moment and then having to return to believing that I can do it and not without its challenges. So any goal you have, financial, financial, health, physical, business, career, whatever it is, relationship goals, you're always going to come up with immense challenges because this is the universe's way of helping us grow, 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 grow. You always hear me talking about this. All right, let's do it. I love, I have actually explained this in another episode, podcast episode. I can't even remember which one. Okay, I'm going to tell you what Richard, how Richard Branson approaches challenges. Just say you get a problem or a challenge that comes up and say it's a level five problem or challenge, but you're currently a level four thinker. And that's how it's actually going to work. You're actually going to get challenges. That's why it's called a challenge (laughs) above what you believe your current ability is. And so what you need to do is tell yourself you're a level six problem solver, a level six thinker, or ask yourself what would a level six person do with this level five problem. (laughs) Okay, so it's all about understanding the process of learning and growing. All right, you got that one? You're going to nail that next time a challenge comes up. You're going to be like, okay, what? it's a level four problem. I'm currently maybe a level three thinker. I'm moving up to a level five thinker, a level, level five problem solver. What would a level five person do in this situation? And then just go about overcoming the challenge. All right, now the last one I've got for you today as to why you may lose motivation, it's stress. (laughs) Now, the stress may have nothing to do with your challenges or your self-belief. Maybe it does, right? May have it may have something to do with your kids or life, what's happened around you. It could be what's happening in the world, whatever it is. It's not learning to manage stress. Now, when we have stress in our bodies, we go into autopilot, right? We just go into going through the motions mode because it's familiar to us and it's easy. Whereas when we are trying to create a a new life for ourselves or become more of who we know we can be through our goals, then we need to be really intentional about our thoughts, feelings, decisions, and actions. So stress can blow out the, or let's not say blow out, sounds a bit morbid, but let's, (laughs) stress can actually take your cognitive executive center function of the brain, which is like the human um, part of the brain, which are analyzing things and planning for the future offline. Okay. So it kind of shuts down and you go into the, the more animalistic or primitive part of the brain, which is just reaction. You get reactive, you go perhaps depending on the level of stress into fight or flight. So if you give yourself a check up from the neck up again or from the neck down and go, you know what? I feel stressed. I'm stressed at the moment. I've got my jaw is tight. My hands are clenching. My shoulders are tight. I'm getting stress headaches. It's really hard to be intentional and be in control of your mind when you're in this stress state. Now, today, this podcast isn't here. I'm not going to talk about 
how to get out of stress, right? That's for another day. But you already know, maybe you already have methods that are going to help you get out of stress. Maybe Maybe you need a holiday. Maybe you just need a little bit of time off. Maybe you just have to say no to a few things and give yourself some space. Maybe you need to just start having a bath every night to relax and really find yourself again. Maybe you need to see a kinesiologist or uh, go to yoga or meditation class. Like there's a million different things you can do. But just know that stress can be a huge factor in losing motivation because you go into reaction and you go into fight or flight and you lose energy, right? So your energy levels go down and we kind of work in overtime to counteract that stress. Now to create our visions and our goals and our purpose and the life that we love, we have to be really consciously aware and intentional about it. All right, you got that one? It makes, it's, it's easy, right? It makes so much sense. All right, I'm going to recap really quickly for you these five reasons are kind of six, but five reasons why you can lose motivation and it totally makes you human and totally normal and they happen to literally everybody who sets out on a goal or creates a goal that's big enough to be a little bit of a stretch a stretch for them, so to speak. All right, here we go. So the first one is connecting to your purpose. So maybe you're feeling disconnected to your purpose or you haven't established that strong, compelling, uh, courageous reason why. You haven't created that strong foundation from the get-go. Okay, the second one is you're aiming for perfection and you're focused on perfection rather than progress, right? We ebb and flow in life, in our goals. It is usually we take two steps forward and one back, three steps forward, two back. Maybe sometimes we take one step forward and two back. It's this is how it goes. It's not about perfection It's about progress. So focus on your progress. Okay, so that was the third one. Oh no, the third one is self-belief. Sorry, we're up to the third one now. It's about breaking through the barrier of the identity that you've given yourself at that moment and stepping into a new identity that you're now somebody that can do this, okay? It's about breaking down the old paradigms and the old thought patterns that arise and birthing the new, okay? So really getting into, maybe you could work on self-belief work or limiting belief work with somebody or just Be aware of your thoughts and start changing them so they're more encouraging, right? So like you're a cheerleader on the sideline cheering yourself on, you can do this. I know you feel tired and puffed out and maybe things are sore, but you can do this. (laughs) You can. All right. The fourth one is challenges arise, right? Challenges are totally normal and It gets hard. So when it gets hard, sometimes we can lose motivation. Or when it gets hard, sometimes we can go into, um, what's it called? We go into self-gratifying behaviors because you see that your goal and achieving your goal is so far in the future. Sometimes when challenges arrive, we can go into self-gratifying behavior such as eating, drinking, you know, watching Netflix. Like you get that quick 
the quick win rather than aim for it's like it's all about the long game here it's about the long game not the short momentary bursts of dopamine and oxytocin things that make you feel good short term but not feel that good long term challenges arrive rise above them (laughs) rise above them and know that they're there for a reason challenges happen (laughs) for you to learn and grow and become more of who you know you can be the last one is stress stress puts you into autopilot which is reaction mode you react to things rather than have intentional and conscious action all right so there you go there's five reasons you lose motivation and what you can do about them i love reading about this stuff i love teaching it and i love applying it to my life because Years ago, I used to think when these things happened to me, they only happened to me. But I had to tell myself, Larissa, you are not special. (laughs) They just don't happen to you. This is actually how it goes, right? This is just the process of learning and growing and being more of who you know you can be. All right, so if you want a little bit of help, maybe with setting the foundation I'm really getting into your why and your purpose. I have a two-hour online workshop called my inspired planning, my, my inspired life planning workshop. Okay, and it's a two-hour workshop. You work through at your own pace. You get a whole a planning guide, a workbook, and you can work through um, slowly and at your own pace and really set the foundation for you to achieve. There's also, sometimes I have online events and online workshops and classes coming up. So if you would like to jump on my email list and join my community, you can either go to everydayinspiration.com.au, jump on my email list by downloading or claiming my Everyday Inspiration um, Daily Planner, which will help you be intentional, uh, which is great when you get into stress mode and you go into autopilot. It helps me kind of go back and go all right well what was my focus what am I doing today what why am I even here and it helps me get really intentional and focus that way so it's a free download download that if you would like jump on social media I'm on Instagram you can uh, search Larissa Halls or Facebook Larissa Halls everyday inspiration mind body wellness all right everyone I hope you have got something from that if you have jump on over and subscribe to our life with everyday inspiration or everyday inspiration podcast if you're listening on apple you can i'd love to hear your feedback leave a review five stars would be great but let's just you know be honest (laughs) maybe you got something from this maybe you didn't all right i hope you guys have a lovely week and i look forward to sharing with you again soon bye for now